Blog Talk Radio. There is a chance for the President of the United States to use this disaster to carry out what his father, a phrase his father used, I think, only once and hasn't been used since, and that is a new world order. New world coming. America will become increasingly vulnerable to hostile attack on our homeland. And our military superiority will not entirely protect us. Not protect us. Americans will likely die on American soil. And I believe it will also be said of this age, the first decade of the 21st century, that out of what is will be seen as the greatest restructuring of the global economy, perhaps one even greater than at the time of the Industrial Revolution, a new world order was created. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Now, get ready to enter the zone where real life is stranger than fiction, the place where the news may seem like a dream, and the dream may be a matrix of reality. Let us now expose all lie of the devil and bring to light all the secrets of the enemy because God truth will set you free. John 8:32. You're listening to This Week in the Zone with your host and watchman on the wall, Phil Armstrong. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Prophecy Zone, or shall we say this week in the zone. Uh, today we have a special guest, uh, and we are going to be talking about everything under the sun. Robert Randall from uh, Conspiracy Bereans will join us, and we will be talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ, Bible prophecy, uh, and, and anything else that comes to mind. I'd like to welcome everybody out there. I hope you're having a blessed day. Uh, and, and anytime you listen to the archive, I hope your day is blessed. Uh, today, um, we're going to be talking quickly, before I bring my guest on, about the direction of the ministry. Um, we're going to start promoting prayer. And we're going to promote that our listeners pray for us and pray that we will get um, the power of God in this ministry to keep going and to continue to go forth across the whole world. And the reason I say that is, uh, is that money is good uh, I, and we need it. I mean, and the Bible talks about uh you know, money solves problems, and it does, and also creates problems as well, but it solves lots of problems. But I was reading um, John 6, and it's when Jesus felt fed the 5,000, uh, and um, he asked Philip, he said, where are we going to get food from? He said, I don't know. Well, there's a boy sitting over there. Let's get his, you know, and you know the story. Um, but what, what intrigued me is, Jesus uh, told them, says, why Why do you come? You don't come for the miracles. Uh, you come for um, the food that I got. But at the beginning, they were coming for the miracles. And let's look at the, let's look at the scenario here. They're coming for the, first they're coming for, just look at it in our present day. First people come to church, they look for God, and they want to be saved. But then ask not what you can do for God, ask what God can do for you. It becomes prosperity preaching where 
it is what God can do for you. And, and that's a whole show by itself. So those kind of shows I'm going to be doing, that was a quick synopsis. Um, God has given me ability to just look at the scriptures and pull something out out of out of and, and use the scriptures and make it apply to what the text is trying to say, but at the same time be creative with it. I've always been like that, and there's a lot of talents that I got that, and there's also a lot of phobias that I have, and the phobias are I can't even explain it. Um, so God wants this ministry to be about his father's business or be about my father's business, which is Jesus father. And Jesus wanted us to be about his father's business. And one of the things that we God expressed in the way you communicate with God is through prayer. And we want to pray that you pray uh, for this ministry. Matter of fact, let's pray for the radio program right now. Heavenly Father, we come together in your name, and we pray that you would bless me and my brother, Robert, uh, as we go forth in fellowship and just talk about you and talk about the kingdom. We pray that you would enlighten us in your word, that you would send forth through your spirit the precious word of Jesus Christ to the whole world. We pray that people from from Asia to Africa to the Middle East, where Father God, we pray for those in Europe. We pray that those listening will be empowered and we will give them something to walk away with. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Every show we're going to pray. And if we don't, I'm going to pray a commercial that prays. I'm, I'm not kidding. Everything must be about prayer. The website is ready to blow up. I mean, we... I mean, but it's not about money. Now, there's going to come a time when when we do get to a point where we're, you know, I'm not going to make a living off this. What I make a living off of is maybe writing a books books or something like that. But what I'm what I'm probably going to be doing is giving away the first two books, and maybe make a couple bucks off the third book, giving away the fifth one. Uh, stuff like that. And we're not here to make a million dollars, but because I, I want to, part of the ministry is going to be prophecy zone, but we're also going to branch off into the same ministry. But Common Salvation will be a radio program, which I just started the Facebook page, will be based off of what I just, the illustration I gave you about Jesus feeding the people. It's just to be here to help people, not be critical, because I listened to one of my shows before and I was kind of critical. And I need to put love in there at the same time when I say, you know, make make up a show called Who's Your Daddy? You know, I can be kind of critical in that, you know, are you, is baseball your daddy or, you know, or is, is your real dad taking the place of God? God should be the father. Now, he put your dad here for, you know, to be, to have you, to reproduce you. And not reproduce himself if he's a bad character. So we have to raise raise our kids the way they should go. And so God wants this ministry to be able to be out there to give people guidance and discipleship with love and with firmness when needed. And most of the time firmness, because that's my style. Uh, to separate us from the bondages of sin, sexual sin, sexual um, addictions, um, alcoholism, anger problems, gossip. God wants to separate us from those so he can use us. We're not in the we're not in the gospel of 
we're going to sin. Get used to it. We're in the gospel of there is victory in Christ. Get used to it. That's the one we're trying to achieve. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with our guest. So hang tight, and we'll be right back. This next announcement is serious news, and you won't hear it in the mainstream media. We are living in an age full of catastrophic events, and it's getting worse. But before we go on, remember this website, highgrounds.us. In the past two decades, natural disasters have increased by 800% within the U.S. alone. Cataclysms like Hurricane Katrina killed and displaced thousands because they were not prepared. And the 2008 economic collapse could happen again, but be much, much worse. So type this into your web browser, highgrounds.us. Highgrounds.us is your complete source for family survival necessities. You'll find food and water with a shelf life of 25 to 30 years, plus tents, portable containers, light, heat, first aid, and much more. Go to our website, highgrounds.us, or call 1-888-202-9094. Place your order now and be prepared. That's H-I-G-H, highgrounds.us. Hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Highgrounds.us. October 30th, 1991. President George H.W. Bush initiates the Madrid peace process to divide the land of Israel. On the very same day, a freakish hurricane, now known as the Perfect Storm, destroys the Bush vacation home in Maine. And the pattern continues. Each time America compels Israel to vacate its territory, our land is devastated on virtually the same day by Hurricanes Andrew, Katrina, the Northridge earthquake, and Joplin's killer tornado. Is this coincidence, or is there a spiritual cause and effect? In Genesis 17:8, God promised the land of Israel as an everlasting possession to Abraham and his Jewish descendants. That promise still stands. Those who bless Israel are blessed. Those who curse it are cursed. Author John McTernan makes this open and shut case in his landmark book, As America Has Done to Israel, and the companion DVD, The Day of the Lord. For ordering details, visit John's online blog at johnmcturnan.name. Welcome to the Prophecy Zone. The place to stay informed about current events that line up with Bible prophecy. And now, your watchman on the wall and host, Bill Armstrong. All right, I'm back. Uh, I'm going to be working on my microphone. Uh, this is one of the better microphones, so uh, we're going to be working to bring my deep voice out and be and make sure our guest is compatible with the voice. I have an extremely deep voice, and I listened to my last couple of shows, and it's not pulling the voice out. So my objective is to match the commercials with my deep voice, which kind of correlates together, makes it smooth, and then correlate with my guests, which make the guests louder. So me, uh, once I get my Christmas presents for my kids, I got to get my Apple out the shop. And um, I'm going to be buying three, four horses between now and February. Horses, what I mean by horses is la um, tabletop towers uh, that could um, do the job. Because uh, I got that fast Internet now where imagine if I hook these beasts up to the, uh, I'm going to have the beast with six horns or seven horns, actually, because I'm going to have seven computers and electrocute myself in my office. But um, I'm also going to be building a stage out in the garage and 
doing some things with um with the with internet and also probably going to make a website just with teaching materials on it. So I'm going to be studying to show myself approved. I, I have things I have not even tried to bring out before. And um, that's what we're going to be here for is discipleship. Um, so be sure to turn, join in for the Common Salvation Ministry, which will be just that, Common Salvation. Um, that's how you, that's how, that's how God break uses you to break your own uh, habits just through the simplicity of Christ. It's no secret to sell a book that has these hardcore, hard to understand stories in it where by the time the reader's done, he's lost what you last said in the last chapter. It's, it's, it's better to just come out with something free that can help your ministry uh, bring people to your website by giving things for free. And eventually, God, is, you throw your bread out in the water, it's going to come back. That's my philosophy. And I hate to use the word philosophy, but that's my belief, that eventually God's going to bless you eventually. Um, I, my my uh, talent is not so much the writing part. It's more or less the creative part. I ran into a couple of people that are going to help with ghostwriting. I hate to use the word ghostwriting. Well, let's say, let's say e- editing. I worked with this um, guy at Job Corps. He used to be my roommate, and he and I couldn't stand the guy at the time, and he did some you know dirty things. But you know he was cool when we when I left from Job Corps. I used to work there, but he was we were cool after a while. But anyway, I was talking to him about I wanted to write a book. That was like ten, eleven years ago. He said, "Well, you know what? You got editors. Just get yourself some good editors." And I remember Mark Holland saying that. So that's what I'm gonna do today. God put me here for a reason, and I'm going to use it. I went to a book seminar on how to write a book, and Teresa Marsalek, which y'all, some of y'all probably know her, she had a book on miracles, the miracles she has, the TBN special. Anyway, she laid her hands on me, and she said, you're going to help a lot of people. I don't know what it, what it is, but you're going to help a lot of people. And God spoke to my heart over the years that I sexual addictions. I, I was strangled with sexual addictions, and I was miserable at times. <coughs> Matter of fact, my guest is coming on on the 26th of October, and it'd be a surprise guest. He, he's going to come on and talk about <clears throat> he used to be in Satanism, and he also used to be addicted to various things. And, you know, he'd be a good person to interview for a book as well. <clears throat> so um, sit back, relax, and enjoy my guest, our guest. Um, just a reminder, uh, we're going to find, we're going to start specifically coming on on specific days so we can just establish a pattern because prophecy zone has no pattern. So no one knows when we're coming on and when we're going off. No one knows when I'm going to pop on and when I'm going to pop off. So we have to come up with a specific day or days. Um, I'm going to be producing uh, a newscast every morning where I'm going to present the news in a news-like form, like in NPR or whatever. And it's going to be quick, to the point, and it's probably going to have a verse or something in there that represents God uh, and, 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 and maybe a uh, commentary. Who knows? But, um, uh-oh. I hate to tell y'all this, but my cat is going to throw up a spitball. Stand by. He picks this time during the call. He's having an exorcist. 
I wish I can just put that on film, but it would be cruelty to animals. And he just spit out one. Oh, goodness gracious, really? He's he's one of those cats that have a lot of fur. So, yeah, he, he just spit out a demon on the floor as I begin to bring my guest on. Loose, loose him in the name of God. Really? <laughs> That's all I can do is say, really? <sighs> all right. I guess that you can... Well, actually, I'm going to take a quick break, man. Oh, man. I'm, really? I'll be right back. Thanks.
the emails, I, I have my email hooked to my phone, so it says Conspiracy Bereans are having a radio program, so I either go over to him or Consumer Fire Radio by uh, Brother Mike Bradford. So um, he's a blessing. Robert's a blessing. Uh, and I appreciate uh, having him even as a uh, admin for the Prophecy Zone on the, the our page as well. So um, without further ado, Robert, how you doing, brother? Hey, Phil. I'm doing just great. It's a beautiful day out here in Colorado, and I'm glad to be on the show. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming. I used to live out in Colorado Springs. Matter of fact, my apartment used to face Pikes Peak. Uh, I forgot the main road that it was off of, but yeah, that was a beautiful scene, scenery. <laughs> I was on the second floor, so it really made it uh, awesome view. So, um, uh, how how's it been going, brother? It's been going well. Um, I've I'm getting ready to do a, a, a gig at uh, Rocky Mountain Calvary tonight for the youth. I'm just putting together some chords and putting some music together for this weekend. Um, oh. And I'm preparing for a couple new gigs at some churches here locally. There's a new church yeah. that just popped up, and they've been they've been uh, hosting me uh, to come in um, about a couple couple times a month to to perform. And uh, it's been mm-hmm. really nice. They're called Heart Heart and Song uh, Ministries, and it's really dedicated mm-hmm. to artists and, and musicians who are looking for a breakthrough, like myself. And so. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, to answer your question about a website regarding conspiracy Bereans, I had a website prepared to launch last year, mm-hmm. and I had it fully designed. Mm-hmm. And then when the iCloud came out, the program that I was using to design my web page, it was, it was finished, and I was ready to launch it. And I thought, okay, well, iCloud will support it. Mm-hmm. Well, the program eventually became obsolete once the iCloud went out and so I had to trash the website basically yeah wow but um I suck at website design and um the website that I have for my music at robertrandallmusic.com that's put together as best I could with templates so um if you know any good web designers send them (laughs) my way (laughs) okay all right yeah I definitely would do that yeah, because we're looking for another main website, uh, main page, the number one page that's uh, more accessible to me and uh, for myself to be able to, <coughs> excuse me, to be able to uh, uh, determine what I want on that front page rather than someone else uh, making me pay to put extra stuff on that front page. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do in the future as well. So, hey, brother, so... Talk to me about um, what's on your mind is relevance to the world, um, either gospel, prophecy, whatever. Uh, well, in terms of the gospel, um, it seems to be flourishing in third world in third world countries. Yeah, China is absolute China and uh, and uh, in the Middle East and um, uh, pretty much the poorest nations seem seem to be thirsty for it. Um, I, I I recall Ed Decker uh, went down pretty recently to China, and he thought that that the church service is going to be pretty normal, and that he you know get up and speak, um, you know, on the gospel for <laughs> you know 15 minutes, and it ended up being a six-hour church service. So oh, wow. 
you know, the gospel is definitely making an impact, and Muslims are getting saved, Buddhists are getting saved. Uh, uh, you know, there's hope in America that there are people still getting saved in America, but Praise given God. the way that God's judgment has been brought upon us, um, people are looking towards the government for answers and not the yeah. gospel. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what I was thinking as well, is that um, we uh, seem to look every four years to some politician, a new president, and on the surface, it seems we're getting caught up in the euphoria. But uh, after the election, we go back to sleep, and, and definitely the people in office go back to sleep. But we need to pray for the president and uh, Congress and and our leaders, um, that they will, you know, if they're not going to get changed or anything, that they at least get saved and born again. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, sir. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in complete agreement for that. I mean, Scripture admonishes us to pray for those in leadership, you know, that, yeah. that uh, you know, they're, they are in headship over us because of God's authority. I mean, yeah. Satan, Satan is the God of this world, but it is God who ultimately – uh, knows the end from the beginning, so yes, sir. he knows the purposes that Satan uses uh, Obama and other people that are um, that are in the high positions of principality and power. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, um, what what is the gospel message um, that you like to convey to the audience uh, as far as? Um, as far as the life that we're living, what what encouragement do you have for our audience in Christ? My uh, my encouragement is that um, is that believers would stick to the Word of God, that they would take up their cross daily, that they would proclaim with boldness the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua Hamashiach. That um, that they would put on their armor daily, and uh, and walk faithfully, uh, looking towards the hope of His return. Because if things are headed towards where, where I think many of us in this um, alternative media think that, that, that they are heading, uh, then Jesus Christ and His Word. Are are the two things that are going to give us the most hope in uh, in the days that, that are to follow? Yeah, Amen, Amen. What uh, do you see on the horizon as far as Bible prophecy is concerned? As far as Bible prophecy, um, that's really really uncertain uh, at this time. Usually we'll see a sign and we'll say, "Aha, it's Magog." Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, given yeah. the way, given the way the wars and rumors of wars have been spreading, I do, I do believe we're definitely in in the time of Jacob's trouble or the time of sorrows, uh, and that that uh, that period of time will lead up to what will become the tribulation. So mm-hmm. we're we're in that that um, that buildup. Yeah. Uh, a, a a crescendo, if you will, to what will be the final chord that will ring out uh, and bring about the last days. Amen. Amen. A lot of people are uh, <clears throat> on 
these uh, social media um, sharing the gospel, uh, and a lot of us uh, are, yeah, we do get caught up in uh, the speculation uh, mania when every time something comes by, like Commodellan or, or, or even if that existed, still still have no idea if it actually existed. Um, things like that sort of get us to go to go to a euphoria of um, signs. Um, you know, like when Jesus was going, uh, I think it's Acts 2, when Jesus was being lifted up off the ground, when he's going back to heaven, and the angel says, why do you sit here glazing? That same Jesus um, that you see will come back in like manner. Um, it seems like we are sitting glazing off of um, signs. Every every single second there's a sign. And um, I don't blame us because we're human. It's human nature to do that. Um we we we've been we've been told to um occupy until he comes. Um we've been told to pick up a cross, like you said earlier, and follow Jesus. Uh, my 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 uh best advice is to uh, do do your patience possess your soul. Now I know that that's that is um for those who are in the tribulation period, but at the same time, it seems to apply to those who are in peace time. Because if you start getting massaged with the materialisms of the world, um, you're going to be put to sleep, and Christ is going to come upon you unawares. Uh, now, let me sum this up, what I'm trying to say, and then I let my brother come in and talk. Uh, <clears throat> the best thing we can do is to have faith in Christ that all things will turn out the way he said they would turn out and we know the hell you have, we know that we're going to live in heaven and you have an eternal life <clears throat> my my thing is to possess your soul uh through your patience um so elaborate on uh how what should a person be doing in these last days to not necessarily get ready, but what 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 should they be doing altogether wise? What should their life be like in, in reference to being patient and waiting on Christ? And I know the word patient kind of throws people off because work, you know, going to work for God and going for Matthew twenty eight to for the Great Commission. How does patience work into this scenario? Well, patience as it relates to uh, to Galatians 6 and the fruits of the Spirit, um, that of those nine fruits, that patience is, is in effect, the hope. Uh, it, it, it is our willingness to hope for the return of Messiah. And in many ways, uh, the best way to endure in patience uh, is in prayer. Because yeah, prayer, prayer is is like our our battery. Uh, mm-hmm. Prayer charges us up with with the living waters of the Holy Spirit, the living juices of, of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, it it ministers to us. He, he you know um, he speaks to us, and he helps us endure in in times of trouble. 
so when when we pray uh whether whether it is Jesus prayer the lord's prayer abba father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven uh for, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have sinned against us in thought and in word and in deed. Uh, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. Or if you're if you're coming to him with burdens and struggles, or you have, you're in need of deliverance from bondage, from something, he's there for you. And Amen. take the opportunity now to grasp the hem of his garment and be healed. Amen. And allow allow prayer to be a constant thing in your life. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about um, about the the submerging churches uh, form of of constant prayer, which is vain repetition, very Buddhist, very pagan. Yeah. And it, what I'm saying is, in your mind, in your heart, uh, which which. I, I believe are, are 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 one connected in your in your triune creation as as a child of God. Mm-hmm. That um, that you that that you reach out uh, constantly throughout your day. So if you see mm-hmm. someone uh, on the side of the road who um, who you know looks like they're homeless. Mm-hmm. Pray for them, you know, just to yeah. pray mentally, pray audibly if you're in your car. Um, you know, if if someone uh if someone uh at your church um uh is crippled, you know, or, or, or has, you know, uh some, some form of disability, pray for them. You know, and let God do his work. You know, Amen. don't don't think in your mind and in and in your heart that it's by your ability that mm-hmm. that you cause what your prayers do. Yeah. It's God who uses your prayers for his glory. And so and so prayer does miracles and prayer helps yeah. us endure the times we're living in. And also part of that is in the Word of God. Amen. Because the Word of God is a sword. That's part of our armor in Ephesians six as we look at the armor, and we see that 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 sword divides bone and marrow. It also divides soul and spirit. Those are two separate entities, okay, within within your your created essence as God has created you. Yeah. Um, because we are triune, but we are also one in essence. That we. We, as as children of God created in His image, have a body, a physical body, which must be brought into submission daily by purifying mm-hmm. the flesh. Mm-hmm. Then we have a soul, which is our mind and will and emotions, which helps us to relate and to cognitively um, uh, pursue a, a, a relationship with God as our bride. And then we have our spirit, the very essence that makes us um, who we are. It gives us personality. It gives us ruach. It gives us the breath of life that God breathed to the very nostrils of each and every one of us. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, amen. Amen. Excuse now, what, what is the um, producing of the fruit? What is, what is, how does a person produce fruit uh, unto repentance? How does a person re- produce fruit uh, unto good works? And I, I hate to use the I, word works. The reason why well, I... Well, no, no, hold, hold on now. Hold on now. But, um, uh, I, I, I was kind of pondering this yesterday. I, I was reading a book on worship by A.W. Towser. And something just struck me um, about something that he said about um, about baptism and how it relates to our work in in fruit. Because this really hit me I'd never really thought about this, but it makes you understand baptism as part of fruit production. Um, let me see here. Is it five or was it six? Pretty sure it was six. Testament, 
but he's also pointing toward, toward the promise of the Messiah. He's faithful towards the Messiah. And everyone who believed in Messiah in the Old Testament and, that, and what he would do were saved. Grace through faith played in the Old Testament just as it does in the New. Amen. Um, and, and so this repentance what, that, that is that seed. And, and again, um, uh, the seed for the apostles in John 16 and 17 uh, after after the prayer of Yeshua is that uh, is, is the breath the breath the ruach um, that, that that they that they are now immersed in him um, after all he is the living water so his breath is living water I I I view that as a type of of seed planting until the day of Shavuot or Pentecost mm-hmm. um, and so the believer has to press in to his bride. Um, mm-hmm. So now, now you're in a covenant. You've been baptized. You've had your vows, if you will. You've submitted to, to to a marriage covenant. You are now one with Messiah, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And now, and now you begin your walk together. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? Through prayer. And the prayers that you pray allow the, those fruits to manifest. It, and sometimes it takes time. Sometimes those dreams or hopes that you have, he, he wants to fulfill the desires of our heart, so long as they are for his glory. Keep that in mind. Amen. And, you know, recently I, I experienced this, that, that uh, uh, a, a ministry came to me and said, we would like for you to, to compose music for a film that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it, was, it wasn't even, even a, a very long piece of music. They just wanted a small intro. But I, mm-hmm. I've always dreamed of composing for film, mm-hmm. and you know, I I I never really I, I hadn't asked God for this. In fact, I hadn't even thought about it for years. I was concentrating on other things. I was, you know, thinking about putting out another album and and uh, what other gigs I I could get and put together. And um, but you know, God surprises you sometimes. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 just like a marriage. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you know the husband or the bride will just surprise you. With something yeah. because you're faithful to them, because you're walking with them in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Now the works, the works, and this is what this is where I um, this is where people tend to um, uh, uh, view me as having two heads, but really I I, I don't believe I am. Um, the works are in the spirit as. I've just described because the spirit of fire helps you, that spirit of love, if you will, that fiery love for, for God um, helps produce the spiritual fruits. Mm-hmm. The physical fruits, the, the, the physical works, see, um, we preach the gospel. Jesus saves. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. How do we show it apart from love? See, we have to show whom we serve. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, um, a, lot, a, a lot of the cults, I believe, put the Christian church to shame in that. Because although they, they have works for the wrong reasons, mm-hmm. they show who they worship through those works. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that, that deals with either dressing a certain way or having a certain diet, or you know, doing certain things. 
And I, I am one who holds to that, but the Old Testament law is still valid in certain respects, not so much in terms of the the priesthood, because Acts uh, Acts chapter 10 makes it very clear that the priesthood, not the covenant, we, we, we seem to get covenant and law confused, but the priesthood of God has been changed. It's gone from Aaron to Jesus, our king and high priest. But Many of of the other of the other um, uh, obligations of the law uh, would still have precedence today, and could point a physical means of showing the God that we love and, and that we worship. And in it's not so much keeping those things out of legalism, but keeping those things out of love. And in in First John. Uh, uh, 2, John says, if we love him, we keep his commandments. And yes, certainly, um, certainly love fulfills all the commandments, certainly. Well, can I, can uh, I read something right quick? Let me read something right quick. Sure, sure. Uh, sure go ahead. First, first John 5, and that is, okay, no, 4. Actually, let's read, yeah, let's read 4. 4, so, and then we read 5. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world um, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Now, before that, on verse 3, it says, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. So the reason why I read the first part is to get is the, the the last part is to get back to the first part, and um, you overcome the world by by your by the faith of God, but at the same time He's Lord, and you keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. They're instructions. They're instructions exactly. on how to to live a, a a godly life, and I think the New Testament Church was correct at the day of Pentecost. But the New Testament church now is failing because they are seeking after, just like when I read that um, that passage, or when I was, was talking about that passage on feeding the five thousand, the, the five thousand, when Jesus first said, you, when, when they came to Jesus at first, they were coming for the miracles, but then a little bit later, Jesus said, "Well, you don't come for the miracles; you come for what I, the food I've given you." Right. And, and so they're not coming for. Jesus anymore. They're coming for what is like prosperity churches. They're coming for something else other than Jesus. They're not coming for Jesus. So, so the reason why is because I got to do what you say. I don't want to do what you say. That's not that I want to itch you itch my ear first. And, you know, you don't command me to do anything. You know, I, I'm going to do it myself. And, you know, and even in feminism, it's no longer the the male that's the ruler the, the, that leaves the house. It's now the right. woman, I, and I have nothing against I have nothing against that. You know, woman any you know no more. She lets her prerogative. She want to go out and work. She go out of work. Want to get a degree? Get a degree. But I'm trying to say is after a while she's going to challenge the husband. And what happened in the Garden of Eden? He says your your husband's going to want to leave you, and you're going to shake right. him off somewhat. You know. So let me you're the guest. 
so uh, to sum it all up is that the law, to me, like if you look at the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments, the way Jesus said them, there, you know, you ain't gonna be able to follow all. You, you, you're gonna, we're human, we're gonna mess up. But the ten, if you look at the Ten Commandments at on the surface, it's you know, it talks about do not covet your neighbor's wife. You know, love. You know, it talks about uh, thou shalt not kill. You know, it talks about you can you can on the surface you can do those things. You can, you can abide by what it's saying. I mean, and people say, well, you are not to keep the commandments anymore. You can look at the Ten Commandments and actually, I mean, you don't you don't wake up tomorrow saying I'm gonna break all the Ten Commandments. You wake up tomorrow saying, well, I'm going to keep what God commanded in the New Testament as well as the Old Testament. That's what you do. You don't. I mean, you you listen to what Jesus is saying. He says, "Be holy, for I am holy." So you live a righteous life, a holy life, to the best of your ability to allow God to work through you. So people say, "To the best of my ability," it's not the best of our as, ability. Right. As 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 the Spirit leads. So yes. you know. I mean, you know. I I will. In a way, you know. When I when I wake up in the morning and I pray in, in my prayer closet, which of course is is the best place where where, where everyone can sing in the shower, um, is uh, you know I I, I thank God. I, I just wake up thanking God, and I bring Him, you know, with uh, I bring Him my needs, my concerns, what's uh, what's happening, you know, in my life. And the people around me who are who are sick, who are affected, I lift them up. Um, I lift up, you know, uh, 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 ministries and ministers. And then I I, I go through and, I, and and I I I literally go through uh, the the Ten Commandments in my head. Yeah. And I do that because it's a way of submitting to to Jesus because. If Jesus is the law and the living embodiment of the law that dwells in me, I have to acknowledge uh, the, the house rules that He set forth as my bride, and and you know make sure that my temple uh, is uh, uh, is clean and 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 is is made ready for Him every day, and then we walk together. I put on the armor. I plead. I plead and thank Him for His. For his blood that he has shed on the cross, and I, I, I just say, you know, cover all believers everywhere around the world with your blood, and move those who don't know you with your steadfast love. So I, I'm not when I say when I say keeping the law, it is as the Spirit leads. It's, I'm not saying, you know, do it because I say it's right. I, I'm, you know, this is where the Spirit's leading me. Okay, so. In if 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 the spirit's leading me to wear tzitzit uh, to remember to keep the commandments, then he's doing that for a reason. He's not saying that that you know God God doesn't say if you do this you'll be more saved. What he's yeah. saying is you are physically being a witness for me. You're, you're not just saying what you preach; you're doing what I preach. And, Amen. And because. Because Jesus is the living law who took away our sin, we need to understand that that even though he died on the cross to take away the curse of the law, it doesn't mean 
the law is totally gone and ignored because in Matthew uh, chapter 5, he says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my law shall not pass away. Not one yacht or one tittle shall pass away until all is fulfilled. And if heaven's still here, earth is still here, this heaven and this earth are still here anyway, thank God. And so there has to be something that still applies to the Old Testament. Well, whether me, whether whether it's the feast or something else, and and yeah. I, I encourage believers to seek this out on their own. I'm not going to, to tell them what to look at, because that would be me being God, and I'm not Amen. God. So, um, just some, something for for the Bereans to search out on their own. Amen. Um, here's something that, that they can look at also. Uh, this. This is something I read on yesterday's show, um, and that's um, Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mightest observe to do according to all that is written therein. And then um, here's Matthew chapter 4, when um, Jesus was uh, led by the spirit up in the mountains to be tempted of uh, Satan, it says, "But he, Jesus, but Jesus, but he, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God.'" That goes back to First uh, John five, where it talks about He loves me to keep my commandments. The Bible is an instruction book. The Bible says in in Hosea chapter 4, verse 6, that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. It's also distorted knowledge. You have to to search the scriptures daily. You have to search the scriptures um, on your own. Now, is daily a requirement? Well, I mean, it will probably be wise to do it, but if you can't get to it daily, you better be searching it somewhat most of your life. And um, in order to, um, uh, let me say, I don't want to say in put put it this way, the application of the word of God will get you eternal life. The application of sitting it on the shelf will probably not get you eternal life. Uh, the Bible talks about strive to enter in. Uh, there's carefulness. You have to be careful to enter in. Uh, not everybody who says that they want to get to heaven is going to get to heaven, and it's not by the the law to a point where you following the the the. I forgot how many um, Mark Blitz was on the radio program. I forgot how many laws he said it was. Those are not the law. Yeah, not not necessarily those, but when you pick up the Word of God and you're reading that Word of God as an instruction book and and um. And Psalms 119, it talks about the, the the word of God is a lamp to my feet. Uh, if you if you want, if you're not walking according to the word of God, then you have your light off. Which you can, if you're walking through the forest, you will fall off a cliff. I had one of the kids that I work with. Uh, they went up to Spokane Mountain. I wasn't there though, and the kids went off and into the you know into their own merry way, and one of them accidentally fell off. Luckily, he didn't get killed, but um, it was daytime. So he couldn't see what was coming still. So imagine if you're in the night and you can't see. Uh, when I'm trying to get ready for work at night, uh, in the morning time, or even get up to do my ministry stuff, 
or, or get up to take somebody to school and it's dark outside uh, dark outside and it's dark in my room so if I'm looking for something it's hard to find so life is the same way we we need light and the word of God is a life Jesus says I am the way the truth and the light life no one comes to the uh, father but through me he's the way and in order to, to have that way uh, in our lives we have to be uh, engaged like you said brother uh, we have to be lean into Jesus we have to have a relationship with Christ and that's how we get born again is through a relationship with Christ and what he did on the cross what he did on the cross is take the sins away from us, both on the cross forever and uh, for for now. Now, people think that they can live their life without the first word Jesus said and the first word John the Baptist said was to repent. Uh, that's to make a about face and go towards God. Um, well, anyway, um, I have to save this for another program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's get back to what we were talking about, and and let me read something to you. I, I've almost, um, I'm sorry, I even, I need, you know, what I'm start doing is, is sticking stuff in the in the Bible to so I can nail down where I was at, and we had talked about that already. It's First um, Peter one five. It says who. It talks about, in verse 4, it says, To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Now, the part I want to keep talking about is the power of God until the show goes off. And let me read one more. Um, it's um, Romans chapter 1, and... Um, verse, I don't, not sure. Oh, 16, my bad. I already know it off in memory. Uh, 16 says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Brother Robert, speak to us on bondages and, and God breaking those bondages for us to go forth and proclaim his word and, and go forth to proclaim his work. Well, you, you hit right on the mark that that it is it is the gospel that sets us free. Okay, that it, it, it's believing in what Messiah did on the cross and his resurrection that sets the captives free. And so, if you're um, uh, if you're if you're backslidden, if you're if you're someone who is struggling with a sin, um, you know, reach out to Jesus and 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 say, you know, you know, uh, um, uh, say, you know, Abba Father, uh, I just come to you in, in the name of your Son Yeshua, and I just ask that you deal with my sin. And I, I think the best the best analogy for dealing with your sin is to examine yourself as a believer, again, going back to what we first talked about, producing fruit. Amen. So the best chapter to go to is in Matthew on on, on the, the farmer and the seeds, where mm -hmm. he, he sows seed in his field. Mm -hmm. and, and Yeshua talks about various grounds on which the seed fall on. Some are thorny, some are stony, 
Some are are just dry and barren. And then some are really good soil. Mm-hmm. So ask 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 the Lord to examine your heart. Ask him to examine you all inside and out and ask him to to show you which ground are you on. Are are you being choked by, by the thorns and the sins of this world? Are you um uh, are you are you a stoner? Are, are, are you are you um, are you on rocky ground? Are you hardened in your heart? Are you angry at someone? Are you bitter at someone? Um, do you uh, uh, do you wish harm to someone? Are you are you wrongly criticizing someone's ministry? Um, and that that includes those who are in this this uh, prosperity blab it grab it thing. I don't support yeah. everything that those ministers say and do, but someone, someone found the Bible through those ministers. Someone yeah. found the gospel of Jesus Christ through those ministers. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind the next time you want to rail against something against Benny Hinn. Granted, he's not; he does have demons, I do believe. But someone out there, somewhere, picked up a Bible because of him. Um, and and I'm sure the spirit probably took its work from there. Who knows? Anyway, the the fruit pr- is produced on what soil you're in. Ask him. Ask ask the Father to till your heart. You know, to to produce soft fruit bearing soil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you have sin, um, uh, if you do feel oppressed, or if you are not saved and you are possessed. Then reach out to him. He he will listen if you if you will humble yourself, if you will seek his face, and and call upon his name, Jesus Jesus Christ, the Lord the Lord of heaven and earth. Then he will look down from heaven, see you in your need, hear your prayer, and heal you and set you free. He is faithful to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you do three things, he will do four things. Again, mm. works, works, and fruit in prayer go together. Okay, mm. that, that, you know that it all it all has a function in our spiritual temple. Um, and so, if you need uh, if you need prayer, reach out to him. He is faithful and uh, and trustworthy. He will deliver you. His yoke is easy, and his burden is light. And he's willing to deliver you of that. Um, and uh, uh, you know, in, in terms of of liberation ministry, if you need counseling, see a pastor, see see someone, you know, who who uh, who can really provide you with a strong word of encouragement, and someone who can also challenge your faith and say, okay, well, this is what I see happening in your life. Let's pray about it. Let's go. Let's walk through this together and let Christ. Heal you and, and and allow through prayer in liberation ministry allow Jesus to come in through confession and repentance allow Him to come in and take away what is uh, what is not good soil and and what is not um, of the Lord in His temple and replace hmm. that with things that are of Him that that are fruits of holiness. Amen. Amen. Um. I'm reading right now uh, James chapter four, um, and I'm 
and it's verse 7. It says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. And I also refer to uh, Romans chapter 12, when you offer yourselves as a living sacrifice. Um, when we um, get on the altar, and, um, and just like um, Isaac uh, was, was submissive to Abraham, um, I believe that things work out. Uh, for us, even through trials and tribulations, even through mountains and valleys. Um, referring back to Benny Hinn, um, I think people are responsible to expose those who are um, in error. And the yeah. Bible says, have no works with uh, uh, the unfruitful works of darkness. Unfruitful works with darkness. Yeah, reprove them. Um, me, myself, I don't go into none of that stuff, but there will be people on the show that will probably say some cruel stuff. It's not for me. Um, I will probably have a show on my own and blast a lot of people probably one day, and I'll probably have a show on my own and blast myself. Um, so we we have to be in a position where we look in the mirror at ourselves and get the plank out of our eye first before we can get the speck out of Benny Hinn's eye, but I will get the speck out. Or sure, a plank. Sure. Oh, definitely. definitely. I would not hesitate to bring my sins before you uh, if I can help another brother or sister um, be uh, free from the bondage of sin. Um, and, and alcohol was one of those things where I would go into a store and I would walk around to the freezer and then I'll go right back around the store and walk back around the freezer, look at the beer walk back around the store, come back. So I've been through I've been through everything from I, I wasn't addicted totally on porn, but I don't have the problem of getting in front of a computer. That's not my problem. My problem was used to be my mind. And um having a show on um uh, you know, as far as uh, I think it's second second Corinthians chapter five, verse nine. I'm not sure. But um it talks about casting out imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And the knowledge of God is that same word that me and you've been talking about today, brother. The truth, um, the word of God. And it's going back to Joshua and saying that this word that you should meditate on it day and night. So you can pull down those strong, those those messages that come from the enemy. Um, or what this lady told me, I called TBN, go figure, when I was in Hawaii, and she says, she says, well, the um, the the you got to picture it like this: if you want to watch a, if you want to listen to the football game, you're not on a rock station, and if you want to listen to a Christian radio program, you're not on the football game. So she said, change the channel on what you're supposed to be on. And right. I thought that was right. the deepest, exactly. deepest thing in the world. When 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 things when lies come in and see the lies don't have to be particularly the word of God or flip the word of God or the word of God that is used in a weird way because he did that to Jesus when he says you know he says cast yourself down for it is written and then he he did he left out some of the stuff that was written in Psalms. 
Well, the devil right. does that. But the devil also can come with imaginations, and he can come with fantasies. And our whole society is is written when you – that's why people say, well, should I watch TV or should I not? Because the television set is a box where if you if you stare at a picture long enough, it's going to be sealed in your brain for at least two weeks, maybe a couple of months. Um, exactly. And, and see, exactly. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. Continue. No, you you're the guy. You're the guy. I, I, I will oh, keep sorry, going all sorry. day. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, you know, exactly. You know, and this is really where where my little ministry gets into play. Where where conspiracy brains is is about focusing on the spiritual battle that we fight. It's not about it's not about politics and religion, although both do play a part. It's about it's about the spiritual battle that we fight as believers in our personal lives and as and as the church, the ecclesia. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, you know that 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 tear, the tearing down of strongholds is in effect what you're doing when mm-hmm. you are submitting to Jesus and repenting, mm-hmm. um, and, and then He washes you. And you know that that lady at TBN, God bless her. You know, there's definitely, you know, it, you know that that is proof right there that there is a ministry that the Spirit is working there because Amen. that lady, God bless her, helps you change your life, helps you get away from football or beer. That was a long time ago, too. That was, I don't, I think that was even 1998 when she told me that. So look how many years was that? Oh, yeah. Well, well I mean, how, how, how long was your struggle? I, I mean, how, how, how long were you praying to be set free? Well, you know what, bro? When I was 13 years old, I I wasn't even, I didn't consider myself born again or anything, but I was oh. praying to God. I was praying to God that he would free me, but it never got freed until I got older, way older, because God had put together. And that's why in this ministry we are going to teach patience. Um, but at the same time, God can deliver you overnight if you got an understanding of his word. It was just my lack of understanding. It was my lack of understanding of the word that made it last for so long. But, he, you know, God kept me alive because I, I, I started, you know, a little bit later as my friends, you know, they were passing away. You know, one of them, you know, died, got shot, and another one died of a crack overdose, believe it or not. Um, and... um I, I, I find it blessing every day. You know, I've been in a couple of car wrecks even when I was a kid, you know, 18, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old. And I think I, I, I give I give praises to the Lord every day that I'm still alive. So he, he, give, he kept me alive even when I was through, you know, all those bondages. And, and he came to a point where, you know, he set me free. Now, I'm not, you know, to, struggling with any of those bondages, but I struggle with things like, you know, how to be a better father, but how how to not, you know, cuss somebody out in the mind where, get out of my way, you know, old lady, step in front of me at two miles an hour or one mile an hour in front of me in the grocery store. And I just say, you know, I, I struggle sometimes to check my mind real quick. You know, and say thank. You know, and those struggles are those. Those are, believe it or not, those are struggles we as Christians have. 
And, you know, sometimes sometime I go to the store and, you know, like look at a beer. And, you know, you want to justify, hmm, and, you know, it won't be no bad thing if I have a beer once in a while. You know, something like that. I mean, you got to put yourself in check sure. even if you if, if God gave you victory. You 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 got to understand that you 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 only win the Super Bowl by getting better. You only continue to win Super Bowls by being better than you were last year. So you only have the victories. You know, you you can't always write off yesterday's victories. You have to have the victory for the day also. Exactly, and 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 that's that's really part of it. You know, of the whole process in in gaining victory is is patience. You know that. Yeah. That yeah. we as believers, you know, if we, um, you know, I'm a I'm, I'm a Coors fat tire guy myself. You know, if, if you know maybe twice a month and usually with a pizza, that's about yeah. as far as I go. But Amen. you know, um, uh, you know, I I know my limits, and I know because uh, because I, I have a history of, of generational uh, mm-hmm. sin through alcoholism. That yeah. you know that I should not overdrink, you know, yeah. because that could lead to a spiritual bondage. And the same thing goes with anyone who's struggling with uh, with sexual addiction. And you yeah. and you know, ninety nine point nine percent that's always from uh, from porn, and yeah. then or 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 other circumstances. Usually, depending on if uh, if you had an abusive father and you just wanted a good father, and so you were used by men. Yeah. You know, um, there, there are other circumstances in that, but um, but the good news is that is that it doesn't matter what Satan does to you. The good news is that is that uh, is that you have a Savior who can do something for you, and He can break those chains. Amen. 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 Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, brother, I, it's been a pleasure having you on here um, on the show, Amen. and I and I believe this was a successful show. Um, and I and I do apologize for the first part of it, where my cat spit out a demon. Oh, or, that, that, that's uh, okay. I've, I've got a long-haired cat too, so it, it happens. <laughs> you know, you just gotta you, you just gotta <laughs> exercise that golem. You know, yeah. and uh, um, for, for for those interested in our ministry, we're a, we're yes, a Facebook ministry. We've got two Facebook pages, a community page and a group page. Our community page is uh, is our fellowship page. If you want to post prayer, if you want to debate scriptural topics, if you want to post uh, music videos, memes, that sort of thing, uh, go for it. It's also our like page. And then we have our group page, which is our news page. And that's predominantly where... Um, where most uh, of our uh, of our members uh, post. Um, so mm-hmm. Bill Armstrong's on there, Chris Putnam of uh, Logos Apologia, Carl Tricrib of Forcing Change, Doc Marquise, and uh, many, many others. Um, mm-hmm. And then on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have a radio show on MixLR, Spreaker, and I'm working to get uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio set up. Amen. Uh, Monday nights is our Bible study night. Wednesday night is news and views, discerning in the spirit what's happening in Bible prophecy in the world around us. And Friday night is what's happening in the body of Messiah, what's happening to the church around the world. Amen. And that's Amen. usually you, going on around 10, 10 p.m. Mountain Time, 9, uh, 9 p.m. Pacific, and 11 Central. Amen. That's that. That's a blessing, bro. 
And uh, thank you for coming on, bro. And uh, we will be uh, probably re-airing this. Excuse me, re-airing this show. Um, probably try to re-air all the last uh, uh, interviews in the next coming two weeks, three weeks. So um, thank you, brother, for coming on. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for so, thank you so much for having me, brother Bill Armstrong. Yes, sir. You have a great day. You too. Shalom. Amen. Bad news to good news. No more ill street blues. Transform from the old to the new. I got good news. Ah, check it. Bad news to good news. Ill street blues. No matter where you move, cats still got dirt on you. Ah. Yeah, I remember you hustling on the block At that time it wasn't a gospel you had on the block Shorty wear them Timbs and sack Hung around the wrong crowd with the juice in the paper bag Things I had got into at that time Was only a couple inches from a life of crime So I found rhyming to be an architect Started working on freestyle so I could get that check But not yet, down the road I met Jesus Christ Saw the good in me and he saved my life Took the burden away and my load was light No real beer runs, creeping out Throughout the night, dreaming of the spotlight, luxuries, no more hangover miseries, fighting my enemies, sharp in my eyesight, but cats still hating on you, debating on you, my past is boy, I got the good news, straight from the headlines, blazing words, victory is mine, like Kojak Caroline, like Kojak Caroline, but cats sleep, proclaiming he'll be back next week, and talking cheap, but there goes the action, now you see the proof, ain't nobody laughing, ah, Reactions are picture perfect All this good news most definitely worth it No more bad news Brand new shoes from the upper room Introducing my good news From bad news To good news No more ill street blues Transform from the old to the new Brand new Tim's, brand new lifestyle Brand new profile Streets are talking, daily gossip for the day. You heard about Robert Jr., yeah, they can't got say. But there's a Thomas of the hood, gotta see it to believe it. Say it's just a son, he'll be back to his old habits again. But there's no pretense, a transformation. Criminal character been erased from the nation. My habit for the poison's been eliminated. Through God's laboratory, I've been recreated. Cats still can't believe what they saw. And just like snakes in the grass, they plied my downfall. So I stand tall, enjoy the new status, tame the flesh, put the pre to the practice and while cats bring up the past to expose me to the nosy I put on wax so cats can hear my testimony expose the phony address the issues give proper respect to where it's due and I this is all said and done no sweat on my back cause the battle's already won so I Get rid of the gun guy God, the only protection is from Jehovah Jah rah. but in cats ears all you hear is blah 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 they want the bad news but I got good news Good news, no more ill street blues. Transform from the old to the new. Brand new Tim, brand new lifestyle, brand new profile. No more rugged child. Uh, bad news, the good news, no more ill street blues. Transform from the old to the new. Brand new Tim, brand new lifestyle, brand new profile. No more rugged child. Bad news, the good news, no more ill street blues. Uh, bad news, the good news, no more ill street blues. Bad news to good news, no more ill street blues, transform from the old to the new, 
Brand new Tim's, brand new lifestyle, brand new profile, no more rugged child. Bad news to good news. If my cousin call or, or if, 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 if my um, 
auntie calls, my uncle calls, or, or or my friend that I haven't seen in a while. Matter of fact, my one of my friends called last night. I still don't know who it was. It's from Punnett, Michigan. Are you going to give the gospel out eventually? After two conversations, after three, after four, if you ain't tell them about Jesus, put yourself in check and go back and tell them about Jesus. So shine your light, my people. Shine your light. Um, make sure you are shining your light and your salt tastes salty. Salty. We used to say that at work. Salty. You know, we we trying to be funny because the other person was getting kind of mad, so we would say salty. But um, we are to be the salt of the world. We are to taste, be tasteable. We we when salt loses its flavor, it can no longer preserve the food, and that's what they used to use it for back in the day. They didn't have freezers, so they would use uh, they would use um, uh, salt to preserve the food and. It's, it's used to preserve. It was used to preserve meat, and the word of God is meat. And when we eat the meat, we're not drinking milk. We eat the meat. We we are to preserve the word of God through our bodies, through our lifestyle, through our lives. So God bless everybody out there. I hope y'all have a wonderful day, and we will see y'all next time. We're going to try to get a particular day we come on so everybody can know that we're on. But God bless y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day. I'll be praying for y'all. You have been listening to The Prophecy Zone on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to check out our website at www.pzrn.org. Also, like us on Facebook at Prophecy Zone Radio News and at YouTube at Prophecy Zone. Be sure to check us out next time on the Prophecy Zone as we explore the past, observe the present, and hope for the soon future return of the Savior Jesus. <laughs>